What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. Find the final little passes of business. Hey, welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast. This podcast is an extension of my horror channel on YouTube, Dead Meat. I'm James A. Janice. I'm Chelsea Rebecca, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. Yeah. So today we're just going to do a tease of what the podcast is going to be to get you excited. Yeah, so since this is our premiere episode, we just figured we'd give a little overview of our individual experiences and histories with the horror genre and a little bit of an overview of the things we want to do with this podcast. So a lot of people have asked me what the first horror movie I ever saw was or what the first horror movie to get me in love with the genre is. And I don't know how to answer that because horror has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. I remember being really young and watching movies like Night of the Living Dead and Serial Mom, the John Waters horror comedy, with my family. It was just like family viewing. And, uh, you know, those are a little graphic for a young kid, but we watched them anyway. I do remember a specific memory of Scream. Uh, my my parents had rented it, and they were watching it in the living room. And so it must have been right after it became available on home video. So this would have been 96, 97. So I would have been around seven years old. And I started watching it with them. But that opening scene is so fucking intense for a seven-year-old that I wound up running into the kitchen and hiding from Scream. It's so weird that you mentioned that scene. because So I couldn't watch scary movies growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I was a giant baby anyway and would not have enjoyed them. But two, I just wasn't allowed to watch violent movies growing up. So that included most horror movies. So my friend growing up would, she was, she's a huge horror head and was into horror movies when she was young, a lot like you. You Mm -hmm. have a similar background, I think. But she would explain scenes of horror movies to (laughs) me at school. She would kind of describe what happens in them and freak me out, but I couldn't get enough. And I remember very vividly her describing that scene from Scream, and that one really freaked it's me out. Awesome. It's an amazing scene. But it's it's weird because when I finally did see that movie, what I had imagined in my head was so much scarier oh, than what is. that scene was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was just exposed to... And, and so your parents-specific... Thing was no violence. No violence. So sex was like sex. I mean, not when I was a kid, but yeah, um, nudity was always whatever. Because I distinctly remember, and because I remember this with my Catholic school friends, this would have been before I was ten years old, which was when I switched to public schools. I had friends over, and I had already been super into Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I put it on with them over, and my mom came out and saw we were watching it, and was like, "No, no, no, you can't do that." It's so it's so funny because that happened to me in high school <laughs> oh, yeah. because I liked that movie when I was like. 13, 14, and mm-hmm. that that one was fine for me to watch yeah. when I was younger because that's all sex and it's silly and pretty harmless. But that was one where my mom said, you know, you can't, your friends can't tell their parents that you're all watching this together. Exactly. Like you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, or you're going to get them in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But that was always, that movie was always fine in my house growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember exactly when I, because I remember that specific scream incident. 
And then I don't remember exactly when I like bought, I went all in on horror, but I do know that probably starting around 2002 and going into at least 2004, because that's what the files on my computer are dated, last modified sometime in 2004, I ran a horror movie website that I specifically learned how to do simple HTML coding and uh, had this horror movie website with my friends. And of course, I was the, the ringleader of it, but I had like a group of friends. And so we would have horror movie parties where they would come over for ex- like two overnight stays. Like it'd be a weekend. It'd be like Friday and Saturday night. They're there in my basement. We're all hanging out and we would watch just horror movies. Like one would end, we would put on the other. I, we would watch the entire, you know, big se- like Halloween series or nightmare. And those take days to get through. And the whole time that we would watch them, because I had this website, I would write down the body count. And I would write down how people died and when they died and what weapons killed them. And then we would, at the end, give out awards. Favorite character, funniest character, coolest death. Sound familiar? And so, literally, <laughs> the the basis for Dead Meat has been with me since I was a, a preteen, an adolescent. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this shit since then. I mean, I stopped. I, I haven't been doing it straight through, but when I got back into it, it was like just slipping on an old pair of shoes. Yeah. For me, it was a forbidden fruit kind of thing. So once I got in, co- you know, I was in college and I watched some in high school mm-hmm. at sleepovers and stuff, but I got really into horror in general in college. Once I started discovering some of the weirder ones that are a little less. Do you remember any that kind of triggered your interest or like made you think, oh, this is what horror can be? Um, Definitely Night of the Living Dead. I remember seeing that and thinking it was so interesting and interesting beyond it just being scary, uh, just how it kind of relates to the time period it was made in. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe realizing how much you can learn about specifically American history and American culture. Yeah. Uh, through horror, I think horror is such a great way to learn about history. And um, because, you know, what we're afraid of says so much about the time that we live in. Yeah. And so I think that movie and movies like it are ones where I really just had it confirmed that horror was something really cool and special. Yeah. And you even took, because uh, in college, I was in a different relationship, my only other long-term serious relationship, and she was not interested in horror. So uh, it was one of my interests that got kind of set aside for the two years I was with her, which sucks. Uh, And so I didn't wind up taking this class that I had eyeballed the whole time. Man. But that you took. Yeah, and it was my favorite class in college. Because we were both in the film program at University Mm -hmm. of Michigan. Yeah, we definitely knew each other. We'd been friends for a little bit. Yeah, we were friends. That's how we met, uh, was through the film program. I mean, the the film students there were pretty tight. There's a ton of us out here now. Mm -hmm. And uh, how long has it been since we've graduated? Uh, It's seven years for me. Holy fuck and it's six for you yeah and uh yeah we still hang out with the people we went to college Mm -hmm. with which is amazing we see them every week yeah uh but you you took this class i took a horror theory class and it was the best class hands down that i took you want to shout out the professor uh mark kligerman at the (laughs) university of michigan i i know he teaches this class every few years now because it was so popular Mm -hmm. um i think he rotates uh he does an animation course that i've heard is really fun um but he's the best and he 
really, really got me thinking more about the genre beyond just surface level enjoyment of it. And that class just really stuck out to me as something where um, I just felt really engaged with the material and I learned so much and he showed us just fucked up shit in class <laughs> and I loved it. I've seen snippets of so many horror films I would have never seen otherwise. Like that class is how I learned about uh, The Entity. Do you know what? I actually don't know that. Oh man, entity? that's a fucked up movie. Yeah. It's a movie where a woman uh, is sexually assaulted by her house. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which sounds like it could be a silly concept, mm -hmm. but it is scary as fuck. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Well, there's another uh, important little focal point of horror that stands out to me in my life is uh, one of the first movies we watched together as a couple. Do you remember? Oh, it, God. It was in the big room. Oh, Hellraiser. Yeah, we watched Hellraiser together right at the... Like, right when we first started dating. I think it was the weekend we started officially dating. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we're officially a couple. We had, like, a romantic weekend while you were visiting from L.A. Mm -hmm. And one of the movies we watched together... Was Hellraiser. Was Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I knew that, like, because you liked it so much, I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was so fun. Like, that was such a... Uh, I guess, like, an important thing to me that, like, oh, this, she can get down with, with Hellraiser, which is a weird fucking mm -hmm. you know, horror movie. Yeah. Yep. And then we moved out here, and uh, I would make sure that we would keep watching horror movies occasionally, usually during the Halloween season. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, it wasn't until... I began plotting for Dead Meat because I just wanted to do an independent channel. And I was like, horror movies is something that I know really well and that I miss being really involved in. And now they're just so important to us because they are what allow uh, us to work together at home, which is great. Yeah. It's <laughs> really amazing how much horror's kind of changed our lives. Yeah. For the better. Really has. It's uh, it's so incredible. This is honestly the happiest I've been in my <laughs> life, I think, because we both work from home. We're our own bosses, and it's great. And we're doing stuff that we enjoy. And I know that, uh, I, just to stem off a question, because I know someone is probably thinking to themselves, but don't you ever get sick of just always watching horror and stuff? No, not right now. Like, this isn't what I want to do for my entire life. But right now, I'm cool with, like, my life being so about the horror genre for a few years, you know? Mm -hmm. There's so much to explore, and it's so interesting. And I think that's one of the reasons I like it is just because you get to see shit that you don't see in other movies. Like, we are we both went to film school. We've seen a lot of movies. Yes. A lot of movies. Yep. And we've seen the best movies, and mm -hmm. we've seen the worst movies. We, the two of us in particular, really enjoy watching bad movies. Oh, my and God, just yeah. enjoying them together and, and laughing And I mean, at them. I'm not even talking acceptable bad movies like The Room and Birdemic. I'm talking about ones where it's bottom-of-the-barrel Netflix. Yeah. God, what, did, what was it fucking... Monkey Up. Monkey... <laughs> I remember it. It's seared into my brain. Go monkey watch Monkey Up. Up. Don't go watch Monkey <laughs> Up. What are you telling them to do? I just, for some reason, one night we got a hankering for talking animal yeah, movies. And we reason. went and tried to find which one looked the weirdest. And it was that one. Oh, God. What a mess. Yep. And Food Fight. Food Fight. Oh, God. 
So we've we have seen the gamut of movies, but horror offers something unique. And uh, I know that you're less into the whole trying to get scared thing than me. I'm always looking yeah, for something that will that's scare That's a me. thing where I think I differ a little bit from other horror fans is I hate, <laughs> it's not that I hate being scared. I love being scared. I love being disturbed and creeped out. Mm-hmm. I hate being startled. Yeah. I despise it. She hates jump scares. I hate jump scares. If Sinister. I don't. Yeah, if I don't mind getting spoiled, I'll Google the jump scares ahead of time so I know they're coming. It's, I don't know, man. It's something in my DNA. It's like a primal animal thing. Yeah. Just sudden loud noises, something in my body. I I hate it. It's so unpleasant. And that's one of the reasons we'll never be one of those uh, couples with a channel where they like prank each other. Oh, man. I hate those. I would just, yeah, you would. You would leave me. If I'd I, be miserable. Yeah. That's not fun at all. Someone me. just in the, my live stream today told me to record myself waking you up by screaming in your face, welcome to prime time, bitch. And I'm like, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that sounds that's the woman I love. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Let's borrow something that our great friends, the other horror podcast, Horny for Horror, that's Four, the number four. The number four. I, I, I should know their little, I almost call it a jingle. It's not a jingle, but they're a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's horny for horror. Horny, the number four horror. Yeah. And in their first episode, they talked about their favorite horror movies. Now, mm. I've talked at length yes. about how my favorite horror movie is John Carpenter's The Thing. If you want more details about that, go ahead and find the videos. Uh, there's one in particular, my collaboration with Foundflix, What's Your Favorite Scary Movie, which is actually interesting because you were. I'm going to have you as my next guest on What's Your Favorite Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. So you want to give a little preview of what movie you'll be discussing? <sighs> That's hard. Have you, you haven't decided for sure It's yet? hard for it, me to pick tough, a favorite yeah. because I could name five or so that I love. Yeah. Uh, ones that I'm leaning towards. The Shining. Yeah. I think The Shining is great. I, You know, everyone thinks The Shining is great, <laughs> which is making me maybe not want to pick it because it's a movie but that's been talked to I death. I mean, it's, there's a reason, though. It's so I, good. It's yeah. made by one of the best filmmakers of all time. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Texas Chainsaw. Maybe I'll talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I think that's such a gorgeous movie it's early too that's one of the earliest Mm -hmm. it's so so good just as a film i think one of the last shots or i think the last shot of that movie is one of the most beautifully shot in all of (laughs) film i just it oh it just makes me feel things i remember think about it when i was like doing my horror movie website which was called horror movies for you yeah, uh, it was like horror movies for the you. Number four, you. I I don't think it was the number. <laughs> it was all capitalized. You. Okay. With an exclamation point. I don't think it's anywhere online. You can try to find it. I think it was an Angel Fire site. But I do remember Texas Chainsaw Massacre being uh, one where it was like a little scary. Yeah. It, it was like it was one that I held off on because I was like, this one's a little like Halloween's cool, Friday the Thirteenth, whatever. Man, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's because you put it on, it's like. 
why is it so dirty and gritty? Yeah. It just feels It feels gritty. like you dug it out of a shed and yeah. it's a film canister that's not labeled. Like it's almost, and it you feels like let, a You know film. it's gross. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> that's when we're the first time I saw it. It was with a group of friends. Everyone was making fun of it the whole time, so I didn't think it was scary. Oh. But then I watched Why, it. Why, were you like teenagers? Yeah, yeah. like high school. Yeah. And then I watched it later and I got to kind of sit with it and that's when it freaked me out. Once I, you know, took it seriously the whole time. Yeah. And let myself be scared. And that's part of horror is you, you got you, you have to let yourself be scared. Yeah. The suspension of disbelief, as it's commonly known, is you just got to kind of like buy into it. And uh, and I mean, you know, that doesn't mean you can't be discerning. Yeah. If something's bullshit and pulls you out, then that's the movie's fault. But like you can't just, you know, yeah, sit there and talk and joke about it the whole way mm-hmm. unless you're getting paid to do that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think another scary movie I would go to bat for that I think gets unfairly dumbed on is The Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. I think that The Blair Witch Project up. is fantastic, and yeah, it scares me. That was just me. a few years ago. <laughs> that was not even that long ago. That was We'd been dating for about a year, yeah. and we watched. I'd never seen it, and we watched it. And the ending of that movie. It's so scary. It's so fucking scary. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand the flack it gets. I think because it's been parodied so much, maybe it's. Once you have Sherry uh, (laughs) O'Terry flooding out of her nose, replicating that shot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But. That night after we watched that movie. Oh, no. I woke up in the middle of the night and Chelsea was coming back to bed and I was like. Oh, did you have to go to the bathroom? And she was like, no, I was sitting out in the living room with, <laughs> with the all on. the lights on. It's just, well, okay. So at that point, our apartment, our bedroom had no furniture in it. Yeah. We were waiting for a new bed frame to come in. So all we had was our mattress on the floor and nothing else in that room. And all I could think about was the ending of that movie. What if I had woken up before no, you had come back no. in Jeez, and then that's I just not funny. stood in the corner <laughs> and waited for you to come back in the room? Oh, oh God. Yeah, Spooky that movie's stuff. fucking scary. That That's one that relies so hard on, one, letting the viewer scare themselves and, two, just having an overactive imagination. Yeah. And I very much do. Oh, I'd also like to, because people all the time are like, well, besides the thing, what's your favorite? Because people are just, can never be satisfied. But some of my other favorite horror movies are The Descent. Oh, that one fucked me up too. Love The that Descent. That one I couldn't sleep uh, after. I love that it's just like this group of women trying to overcome some like, you know, a recent tragedy in one of their lives. And then... Honestly, the first half when it's all the cave stuff, the claustrophobia, that's the the really effective stuff to me. The cave monsters, I mean, yeah, they'll fuck you up too, but that first shot of them though is the part that scared me the most of the cave monsters. Oh yeah. Where you I think it's you see it's through the camcorder one of them has and it's in night vision night and vision, it's panning yeah. and then you see one vision. just standing behind. Do you remember do you remember when camcorders used to have night vision and then it was uh discovered that it was kind of like an x-ray kind of thing through clothes? Yeah, dude. Cause I remember being a young like because I've always fucked around with cameras and have like always filmed my own shit. I remember being real young around 11, 12 and having a camcorder with night vision. And that was the last time I ever had it because apparently it was like it, it would cause a see-through kind of thing sometimes. You, it was nothing I ever explored. 
So are you talking it had x-ray like properties? Like, is it like those foot things in shoe stores back in the 50s or whatever? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, it's, in, I don't. it's in the book it. Oh, okay. Eddie puts his foot in one and literally in shoe stores you would have these x-ray things you would look through a pair like a viewfinder and you could see the bones of your foot and how Ooh. they fit inside the shoes oh, you were trying no, on. No, that can't be good. No, they gave people cancer. Yeah. Which is why I was wondering if No, I don't think it was like a cancer giving thing. I was like, oh thing. no, did no, camcorders <laughs> give people cancer? <laughs> They're just beams of cancer no. firing yeah, out the lens. Well, no. <laughs> No, uh, I just think it was a, a, clo- a clothing situation. Oh, my god! Yeah, I believe. But great shot in the descent. Yeah. Another another one, speaking of that, is Wreck. I've I always called it Wreck, but lately I've, I've heard R-A-C? people say Record. They've called it Record, which is weird to me. That's weird. I'm just going to keep calling it Wreck. I just have always called it Wreck. Uh, I think that movie's great. It scared the shit out of me when I first saw it. We did watch it recently, maybe a year or two ago. And I think, you know, it's one of those situations where since it came out, there's been just this deluge of found footage films. And it's kind of like how when Anchorman came out, it was hilarious. And then Mm -hmm. we just kept seeing the same humor over and over. And so when you go back and watch Anchorman, maybe it's not as funny. And so I feel like Rex a little bit uh, affected by that, but it's still really good. I just, I used to call it the scariest movie ever. I'm not sure I would still say that. It's scary, though. It's pretty scary. That ending. The ending is great with Javier Botet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who is going to be Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll also, you know, it's nowhere near one of my favorites, but if if how you defended Blair Witch, I'll defend Paranormal Activity because I feel like that gets yeah too, and I think that's you really You like that effective. movie a lot. Yeah. I liked it. I had a good time. Yeah, and I remember the third one being really good, too, but that, that first one just... Uh, as I saw it in college while I was studying psychology and I was like, holy shit, this movie is conditioning the audience to be afraid of a shot. Cause yes, every time it goes back the to the shot of the bedroom, you're yeah. like, Oh no, what's going to happen? And it's like, wow, this movie fucking conditioned us. Like yeah, it's behavioral that's conditioning. True. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, uh, there was another movie we saw recently that did, that did the exact same thing. Uh, it comes at night. Yeah. The shot, there's a shot where they keep cutting to a slow zoom down a hallway. And mm-hmm. every time I saw that fucking hallway, yeah. I got tense. Interesting movie. Really? Yeah. That was a weird one. I know a lot of people were unhappy with it. I think I uh, liked it. their expectations were maybe not calibrated correctly due to trailers or whatever. But I went in without knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, it scared me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, you want to give them a preview of what this podcast holds? Because really, if we're being honest here, Chelsea's the one who's been doing the legwork on this project. Yeah, I really wanted to do podcasts. I'm glad you have been. And I wanted to get a little piece of the horror pie. Because <laughs> I also like talking about horror. I just kept coming up with ideas for episodes, and we're talking months ago. We've actually already recorded a few. We've episodes. recorded a few. We, we've done a few reviews. I want to do some games. Yeah, and I think uh, I really love doing the reviews, and they're not just reviews. They're like recaps. They're they're similar to other movie podcasts. Uh, we I, go through the general plot of each movie. Yeah. While commenting on it, yeah, uh, we we like we said have studied film. We have degrees in uh, film studies and production, and so we love movies. Yeah, we love talking about them, but we're also 
you know, not everything has to be Citizen Kane. We love bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, I think both of us have the capability to uh, be able to criticize things that we love Mm -hmm. and be able to find good things in things that we don't like, Mm -hmm. which I think is really important. You can't just paint a movie as good or bad. Uh, and that's why I'm always reluctant to assign a number value. People are like, what, what would you get yeah. about a 10? It's, I, that doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things to say about a movie and it might have some good things and some bad things. So yeah, that's how we'll be approaching things. And I love, we already recorded one review and I think that those will be regular. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And so we're actually going to record another one after this. Yeah. And we definitely both want to be able to talk about horror with you guys in an educational way, an academic way, you know, the way different theorists look at it. You can learn so much, but also keeping it pretty raunchy and silly (laughs) and, you know, that doesn't mean, yeah, Yeah. that doesn't mean isn't, you know, not going to get weird. Yeah. I mean, we, we have had years of experience riffing on movies through our drunk Disney series on our YouTube channel, Practical Folks. Uh, we've done that for years. I th- I think that we have really honed our skills with the ability to watch a movie and make jokes about it and uh, have a fun time with it. Yeah. And so that is kind of our uh, mission statement for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll also do stuff like interviews as we gain more access to people involved in the horror industry and community. Yeah. Uh, like you said, games. Yeah. Some fun stuff. I want to play games. Yeah. I, I mean, I really want to do a horror-themed Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. I already have a few good ones, but... I asked my YouTube channel to provide me with some. Oh, how'd that go? Most of them are, who would you rather fight? No! <laughs> that's ex- When we when I pitched this to you, I even said, they're not going to be just yeah. who would be who in a fight. No, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. that. They need to be complicated, maybe uh, ethically compromising... <laughs> You know, morally gray choices that yeah. are hard and confusing. I know. I was like, come on, YouTubers. <laughs> come on, give me something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. okay. I still love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you have to look forward to, and that's what uh, we have to look forward to because uh, we both love listening to podcasts, you especially, yeah. since your job entails um, – you know, you know, you sew, you make costumes. Yep. And so your ears are free to yeah, do whatever you want. Most with them. of the day, my ears are free. Yeah. Editors, uh, not so much. We have to listen to what we're doing, but you get to sit there and listen to endless amounts of podcasts. I listen to so many podcasts. I'm so jealous. I listen to a lot of history podcasts, so I feel very learned. <laughs> it's nice. Uh, but yeah, podcasts would keep me sane. On my commutes back when I had to drive to work. Yep. And so uh, it's something that both of us have always been interested in doing. I'm so glad we're finally doing it. It's a wonderful medium. Me too. Uh, It's really hot right now, the podcast, you know? Yes, it is. But whatever lets us sit on our couch and make content, I'm down with. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Feel free to email us. We have an email address specifically for this project, deadmeatpod at gmail.com. Hit us up with ideas or feedback or really anything you want to say. Mm-hmm. You can just let us know. Be sure to subscribe to Dead Meat on YouTube if you haven't already. And uh, to help this podcast specifically, rate and review us on whatever podcasting app you're using. It, I guess iTunes is most helpful. iTunes is the most helpful. Uh, Apple to and their friggin' monopoly. Uh, yep. yep. I was going to say monogamy. Oh, I thought you were going to say monotony. Well, sure. Yeah. 
Apple and their friggin' monopoly over everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bow to the Apple throne and rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> You can follow Dead Meat on social media, specifically Twitter and Instagram at Dead Meat James. Uh, Chelsea, where can people find you personally? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Carebeck, that's C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C, uh, Twitter at the same name, and Facebook, I'm Chelsea Rebecca Cosplay if you want to look at my sewing stuff. I also post a lot of that stuff on Instagram too. Yeah, and yep. then my personal accounts on social media is James A. Janice, my name, all together, uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter and heads up our personal Twitters. I'd say both of them are uh, pretty political. Mine is predominantly political. so Yeah, mine is as well. Yeah, so if you're not into that, there's always at DeadMeatJames on Twitter. And yeah. that's horror stuff. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. 